My dears, it's another great week. Uh, it is I, your host, Chelsea Frank. Now, it's the holiday season. Hope you guys had a nice Thanksgiving. I had a very pleasant Thanksgiving. It was very mellow and low-key, which I like. Uh, there were only a few anti-Semitic comments made, but other than that, you know, not so bad. I, It got me thinking, a lot of us We'll be doing a lot of holiday travels. Maybe you're going on a family vacation internationally. Maybe you're just going home, back to your hometown. Maybe you're going, uh, renting a cabin somewhere. Maybe you're taking a little road trip. You know, maybe you're just enjoying time at home. Maybe you're hosting and having guests come visit you. You know, we're moving, we're shaking. And one of the things I think people often talk about with holiday travels is weight gain or bloat or feeling fatigued or feeling just general anxiety about, you know, getting off their health and fitness goals. And I wanted to talk about how you can maintain your health and fitness goals while doing your holiday traveling. Now, the conversation around health and fitness is a fucking landmine, you know? I, look, from, coming from me, at 18, I went to fat camp. At 22, I was institutionalized for anorexia and was in anorexia recovery for a year, okay? I've, that's an e-true Hollywood story in and of itself, but I've been there on both ends of the spectrum, okay? I get it. And I think the conversation around this stuff can get really tricky because on the one hand, you don't want to feed into this, like, quote, diet culture. You don't want to be harmful. You don't want to give everyone eating disorders and create this uh, over-anxiety about holiday weight gain or whatever. So you gain a couple pounds. You're enjoying your life. Enjoy your life, one could say. You know, indulgence is a part of joy. Giving yourself room to have a little extra Christmas ham, a little extra pie, a little Thanksgiving treat. It's what life is all about, one could say. On the other hand, let's say all year you've been training for a marathon or you know, you wanted to lose that stubborn 20 pounds that you put on when you were in a depressive episode. And that 20 pounds, you know, no, you don't think you're ugly and disgusting. It's not that. But that 20 pounds is a reminder of a depressive episode that you don't want living on your body anymore, one could say. Or let's say, you know, You've been, you've been hitting the gym, getting swole, working on those gains. You want a fat ass that could be a shelf. People could have their holiday meals off of that dump truck you got in the back. And you don't want to go off the rails during the holiday season. You don't want to lose all the momentum. You don't want to, you know, lose that fat ass you've been building for six months. One could say. So the conversation is complicated. And I don't mean like 
when I talk about staying healthy and fit while traveling or the holiday season, I am not just saying like how to stay skinny and be a 2004 low rise jean emaciated, you know, 90s model vibe. Okay. I don't, I'm not talking about heroin chic here. Okay. But what I mean is that it's unrealistic to say that none of us have health and fitness goals. Just, you know, you might, maybe you want to gain weight. Maybe you want to lose weight. Maybe you want to gain muscle. Maybe you're training for something. So this is all encompassing. I don't mean one thing. I don't mean being skinny when I talk about this. I want, and I know I'm doing a very long-winded sort of trigger warning, if you will, but I, it's important to, to say this because as someone who has struggled a lot with food and body and eating disorder and all that, I really, really, really don't want to contribute to that nightmare rat race of obsessing over three pounds. It's just not worth it. And I also think that the holiday season is a time to enjoy. And if you're just sitting there worrying about every last calorie, you're not really present in the moment with your families or with your friends enjoying the holiday season. So I don't want you to rob yourself of that experience either. Um, but I do think that it's, I think that saying not, you know, we should just completely not care. I mean, that's not, that's just not reality. We don't, people care about their health and fitness and you should care about your health and fitness. You know, I think one of the things for me is if I stop working out for a week, I will stop working out for six months and I don't work out for my body anymore. I work out for my brain. And so when I say, you know, I, I'm including that. I'm saying, you know, if I take a week off at the holidays, maybe I won't get, get back in the gym until fucking July. And then I'll be of anxious, depressed mess. And so I'm talking about all of the above. Just maintaining your health and fitness journey. Whatever that means to you. Ain't no shame in the game. Okay? So let's get into it. Welcome to the podcast, Alex Catalano from Eat Cute. Um, you are a host, a wellness guru, a holistic nutritionist. So welcome to the podcast. We're going to be doing a very special like holiday travel edition, um, some of your insights and tips on how we're going to stay healthy and maintain our wellness goals, whatever that might be. We just want to work on how we're going to stay on the course during this sort of crazy period. So first off, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. <laughs> of course. It's so nice to have you. So tell me a little bit about your background. You are a holistic nutritionist. Can you explain kind of what the difference is between a holistic nutritionist, maybe like an RD or, you know? Yeah. I mean, essentially like my background as a holistic nutritionist is we look at everything. We don't just look at the food we eat. you eat. We look at your sleep, your relationship, your lifestyle, the products you use. It's just like a whole body and mind approach to wellness. And I think it's really great because I've had clients where you can eat all the best healthy foods, but you might be in a really toxic relationship and that's why you're not getting the goals you want met. And I think it really is all connecting. Absolutely. Well, that's awesome for this because, you know, staying healthy, like while you're traveling, isn't just one thing. It's not, mm -hmm. you know, it's not just what you're eating. It's like the sleep, the flight stress, the general anxiety. So I think that you're the perfect guest for this topic. Yay. So thanks cool. for joining us. Um, first and foremost, like in your opinion, what are some of the biggest hurdles that people face when, they during the holiday season or just generally like holiday travel what are the biggest hurdles like that you've seen with your clients um you know in terms of their health and fitness goals 
Oh, so many things. Uh, firstly, like stress is huge, like traveling, especially nowadays with, you know, <laughs> everyone's getting sick and you have to be certain place. It's just it's, traveling is stressful. And I think when we get stressed, it really puts our immune system at risk for picking up, you know, nasty colds and things and just making us in a more weakened state. So things that we can do to support the immune system, I think are great. Um, do you want me to get right into it? Yeah, I want you to get, let's just, Great. you know, cut the bullshit. Oh, when I travel specifically, like when I fly a lot, I'm going to just go into the products because I, I love stuff and, and I think it can really be helpful. So a couple of things I always have in my travel bag. One is, I'm sure you've heard of it. It's a brand called Beekeepers Naturals. Um, they make a fantastic throat spray. And what I love about that uh, spray is it has propolis. It has... Um, bee pollen and it has I'm pretty sure it has all three I think it's propolis bee pollen and royal jelly and I don't know if you know a lot about bees they're amazing and uh, I'm kind of a slut for bees I'm not gonna lie you you're a slut for bees yeah I'm a total slut for bees I got I like went on a couple dates with this beekeeper one time <laughs> and he was a total weirdo but he got yeah. me like really into bees he kept bringing yeah. me honey and all this like like he would bring me infused honey yeah and he'd be like it's from my favorite bees and my I was like bees. whoa so then I just started watching a bunch of YouTube videos about bees and I was like this is they're fucking badass they're amazing and what I love about <clears throat> Essentially, to give everybody a quick rundown, if you're not familiar with um, Beekeepers Natural, the woman who created it, she had really bad, I think it was either allergies, like really, really bad. She would like get tonsillitis all the time. And in Europe, they do a lot of holistic practices to kind of keep you well. And the pharmacies are pretty cool there. And one thing that they recommended to her was propolis, which comes from bees. It's it's what they make from the bark and um from I'm pretty sure it comes from the bark of trees and things like that and they create it and they put it inside the hive and it's almost like a natural antiseptic so what it is is it really helps keep things clean and boost the immunity it's kind of amazing and it kind of like healed her throat and she was overwhelmed and decided to get into beekeeping and then it became a brand so it came from a personal level but anyway that being said I think propolis is a really great tool to use to make sure we're staying healthy. It's a great antiseptic quality. It's antibacterial, antifungal. And to be able to keep that in your bag and just spritz it in your mouth can only help enhance your health and just kind of give your immune system a little boosty boost. That's a great tip. Yeah. I love, God, I love when someone comes in with some product recommendations up top. Oh, yeah. No, it's, it gets it's me good wet, stuff. honestly. Um, amazing. Okay. So yes, stress, your immunity, you're flying or going around everywhere. Like what about for, um, what if like you have a lot of anxiety around being around your family or like, <laughs> just don't like, you know, it's a lot. Some people's families are just cray. Like what are some tips for just handling the anxiety or the neuroses around being with your family? <laughs> Yeah, that's a great, uh, huh, you, you, you got some for me? Uh, no, essentially what I do is, you know, I kind of make a contract with myself before I enter in situations with people that I know might be stressful. Uh, and what I mean by that is I say like, what is it that, you know, what is it that I need and how can I create boundaries? I think boundaries are really big. So, you know, can I just say like, hey guys, in the morning when I wake up, like I, I'm going to need like 20 minutes to go for my morning walk or I need an hour to do my workout. Can you guys give that time to me? And just kind of go in with it, uh, having a conversation with your family about, you know, certain boundaries and things that you want to kind of set up and just gently reinforce those boundaries along the way. And I think 
especially during the holidays, we're constantly surrounded and bombarded by having a lot of people and voices and things. And I think carving out some time, especially in the morning to just kind of like settle with yourself and, and just kind of check in with yourself and see how you're feeling emotionally and mentally. And maybe that be journaling or meditation, but making sure you have a practice and sticking to it. And, you know, whether it's setting a reminder on your phone or you have a friend that you're like, I'm going to go see my family. Can you make sure, can you text, can you text me in the morning and make sure I meditate or check in with each other and have yourself held accountable? Because I think we lose ourselves and then it just kind of the, the wheels go off the car. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Let's say, you know, we're going on an international vacation for the holidays. We're yes. going on a big trip. Love. Yeah. You know, let's say we're doing a lot of heavy meals or we're going to a new place and we're just like wanting to overindulge in a lot of stuff. Like what are your thoughts as a holistic nutritionist about that balance of like trying new things, enjoying your vacation, but also wanting to stick to your goals? I have a couple uh, tips there. So one is I always tell people, instead of thinking like, I can't have this, I can't have that, just think about adding. So uh, add in, for example, let's say you're like, we're going to have pizza tonight, add in some veggies, add in some greens on top of that pizza. Uh, We're going to, you know, uh, go have a few drinks, add some, add a lot of water, add some crunchy hydrating vegetables, things that are rich in water and things like that. Um, Just think about adding because sometimes it, I think what happens is, is we get so stressed, like, oh my God, I'm eating this and I shouldn't have this and I shouldn't have this. And then you just kind of get into this really mental (laughs) spiral of like, oh my God, everything I'm doing is wrong. Just think about adding. I think that really helps that mindset. Um, And another thing I do, like, it's not, (laughs) you can't tell, like looking deep into the camera, but I'm like, it is not for everybody. But for me, um, I love to use an app called My Fitness Pal, and it kind of gives me a sense of what I'm eating. And I just have to make a contract with myself. Like if I'm going to go have something fun, I put it in, I'm aware of what I'm consuming, but it just kind of gives me the opportunity to like plan for it. So if I know like, okay, like tonight we're going to go have pizza. We're going to go, I keep saying pizza because that's my favorite thing to eat. But, um, you know, if I know we're going to go to this big holiday party tonight, maybe during the day I, I, you know, eat a little cleaner or, or, you know, get a lot of veggies in or drink tons of water. So that way, when I do go and indulge, I've already been good the rest of the day or I'm doing air quotes good, but like, I've already like eating foods that are nutrient rich that are going to make me feel good. Um, and that way when I party, I party, you know, you can always try and have a couple bites of anything. And that way you're never like without going without, you can always like, ha- if you want to try a bunch of desserts at Thanksgiving meal, or we just had Thanksgiving like, or at Christmas dinner or whatever. And it's like, I want to try the pie, but like, maybe I just, you know, don't want to go overboard. Like, try a bite or two, like have a couple sips of a cocktail. Like you want to try this like amazing meal that someone like try everything. Yeah. And you don't necessarily need to finish an entire portion of something because you still want to experience it and you don't want to miss out and feel like you didn't get to like partake in whatever. But sometimes just like allowing yourself to try anything you want and say like a couple bites is fine. Like that's good too. And not to say that you shouldn't be eating full meals. I just mean like, you know, that that idea of like there's nothing that's off limits in terms of trying you you get to experience the thing that everybody else is experiencing absolutely and I just think of like you know especially I I just feel like if you're nourished throughout the day or if nourished like you know if you're gonna go have a fun dinner or fun lunch or fun brunch or whatever if you just eat a drink a bunch of water and you eat the good foods first you know you won't be starving and then you won't be you know 
maybe overindulging. I think what happens is we get into trouble when we're like, we try to be really good. We're like not eating a lot and then you're starving and then you binge eat and you maybe overindulge or eat too much of this thing. Cause you're just hungry or you're, you know, not eating things that are rich in fiber, you know, fiber helps stretch the stomach, makes us feel satiated, makes us feel full. Those kinds of foods are great to kind of uh, have first. And then you can have the fun things. Um, I will say the one thing that gets tricky sometimes is sugar is incredibly addictive and it's in every holiday food ever. And, uh, you know, everyone knows they've done like a study uh, where they gave the rats, rats, um, the option of cocaine or sugar and the rats chose sugar, which just shows how incredibly addictive it is. And I think a lot of people get really down on themselves and they feel frustrated. They're like, I can't stop eating that. And I'm like, there's a reason, <laughs> there's a reason that you can't stop eating. It's not that you have lack of willpower or there's something wrong with you. It's those foods, sugar is incredibly addictive. And that is why brands put it in everything because they want you to be addicted to their products. And so just being aware of that and being gentle and delicate with yourself and just you know, maybe we're in a time now where we're really lucky where we can make a lot of the things we like to have, or there's a lot of great brands out there that are using natural sugars, like fresh fruits, or they're using maple syrup or honey, things that don't um, spike the blood sugar as much and that actually have health benefits to them. Great point. Um, what about for like your fitness goals? So like, let's say we're going home for the holidays or we're traveling somewhere where we, are not, we don't have access to a gym yeah. and we're really used to working out in a gym. How are we, what are some tips for sticking to those like sort of fitness-based goals? I mean, I am thrilled as a millennial to be living in a time where YouTube exists because uh, let me tell you, there are so many, you know, there's so many great free workouts available online. You just open your phone or open up your laptop and you can do a meditation class. You can do a yoga class, a HIIT class without any weights. You don't need any equipment. Um, and it's kind of fun. Like when I see and visit my family, like we, it's not for everybody, but like, it's great to get the family involved and you guys like do it together. I think it can be really fun, um, or something you do for yourself. And another thing that I really love, um, you've ever seen the bands, they come in like a little bag and you can do, you can use them for booty, but you can use them for your arms, your legs. It's like a gym in a little bag. It costs 20 bucks and I take it with me everywhere and they kick the crap out of me. Totally. I mean, there's so many on Amazon. You can find so many of those bands. Oh, yeah. There's this um, company called We Gym. They have this thing called Rally X3. You can take it with you while you're traveling, and it's an entire gym workout, essentially, in a in a little bag. Love. Um, yeah. And it just uses – it's like a strength training exercise. It's awesome. They're yeah. great. Um, there's also an app that I love. Have you ever heard of Future? No. Okay, it's great. I've been using them and like I, you know, it's kind of like a personal trainer that's virtual. So you pay, it's like 150 a month, which isn't cheap by any means, but it's like as far as a personal trainer goes, like that's one session and yeah. that's a month and it's unlimited texting. And essentially what they do is you have like a FaceTime call. It's not a bot. You have like a FaceTime call with an actual trainer that's really and cool. every couple weeks to check in and you talk about what your goals are and then they design um, a workout program for what your goals are. And you essentially just, you know, every day that you could, it could be five, six days a week, it could be two days, whatever you want. 
but they'll check knowing which days you're going to want to work out because they like work they they have that with you they check in with you they hold you accountable they text you and then you just basically when you're ready for your workout you like press a button you follow it along depending if like you can say if you have access to a gym or not if you've got whatever uh, you know they have they can customize it for whatever you actually have like available to you and then you just follow along and they show you exactly how to do everything they go through like the different form and the different everything like that and it's awesome like I've found it really helpful for me so that can go with you anywhere if you can bring your phone you can bring your workout your your trainer with you that's what's so cool now nowadays so they're really and, and it's not working out like look at you you're eating bad things it's more of like we all feel better when we move our body in whatever capacity that looks like for you, whether it's yoga or going for a walk or doing like a hit workout or whatever body weighted, but we feel better when we move around. And I think, especially if we can carve out time in the beginning of the day, it just kind of sets you up to have like, you know, it helps us with our stress levels. It's just moving our body is great. So I really recommend finding a way to schedule that into your trip um, or some kind of physical activity within your day. Does walking count? Like if we're on, let's say we're doing like a walking tour or, um, you know, other just walking around a city, like when you are traveling, you're doing a lot of walking. Does, is walking good enough or do we need to be adding strength training as well? Like, you know, I feel like it's hard because the, the conversation around diet and exercise and all of this, like it can get so I know shitty so fast. Like it can get <laughs> so like, oh, I'm not doing enough. I'm not doing enough. I'm blah, blah, blah. And it's just like a mental rat race. Like is walking good enough? Can we just get away with that? <laughs> I think, I think it really depends upon the person. Yeah, absolutely. Like, you know, sometimes like, gosh, when I've gone to New York, I mean, I'll walk like, I mean, if you look at your step counter by the end of the day, you're like, Oh my God, I walked like, like for hours, for you know, the whole day. So that could be enough. Or for some people, you know, it might like for me on trips where I'm not walking as much, maybe I'm only doing like a couple hours, like, and I, I just listen to my body. I check in. I'm like, do I, do I feel like I need a little something extra? Does it feel good? And coming from a place of like, what feels good as opposed to like punishing yourself. Cause like you ate something that you feel like you shouldn't have. I think just coming from a place of like, this feels really good. Like, you know, when I sit in front of a desk all day, it doesn't feel good. Moving around feels really great. So just kind of like looking at your trip and just seeing what you need day to day. Yeah. I mean, do you think that like indulgence and giving yourself permission to like eat the sugary treat, like have the holiday desserts, like have those big meals, like overeat sometimes, like what are your feelings about like that just being a part of life that we need to be okay with? Or is that something that, you know, we have allowed ourselves to get okay with, and we really, we, we should be more focused on, you know, trying to not overeat. Like, I, I guess my question is like, indulgence sometimes is part of the joy of living is like, we get to have these times, these holidays where like, we're going to eat a little extra or we're going to overdo it on something and, or drink a little bit extra or have, you know, New Year's Eve drinks. Like, that's part of life and culture and having fun. Mm. But I, you know, what, what, is, what are your thoughts as a holistic nutritionist on like that being something that we need to be okay with doing once in a while? Yeah, I think, it, I think it can be a thing that you, we allow ourselves to celebrate. I just, one thing I always tell people is like, check in with yourself and, and, you know, I think in American culture, particularly, we learn to self-soothe with food a lot. So it's like, am I drinking at a New Year's party because I'm bummed because this guy like didn't text me? Or am I drinking because I want to have a good time and like, I'm just enjoying myself and I'm happy? Um, just checking with your emotions, because sometimes we tend to overindulge. You know, we've all been there where you've seen that 
iconic thing where someone's eating a pint of ice cream after a breakup or, you know, when I was a kid, my mom was like, let's go get ice cream. Like, you know, you, you had a bad day at school. Like, are we self-soothing with food or are we just really enjoying the experience of eating it? And, and I think that's important. And also just one thing I want people to really understand is like, just, um, finding balance, you know, balance. We don't want to just eat clean all the time. And then that, then we're like, we can't live like this. And you go off the rails, nor do you want to just eat a lot of things that, um, you know, maybe aren't nutrient rich all the time. And then you feel crummy and then new year's rolls around. And then you're like, Oh, I gotta get it back together. I think being a pendulum and being comfortable to swing both ways is important. I saw that you have a really cute dog, Juan Carlos. I do. That he makes his grand entrance into a lot of your videos, which I love. Thank He's you. so cute. People who are traveling during the holidays and they want to bring their dog. Is there like a, a place that you, dog-friendly hotels or, dog, you know, that, that you're just really into that you love? Well, I'm from Los Angeles and uh, I love, and Juan Carlos loves to travel to Santa Barbara. It's just a two-hour drive. And I just love... In particular, there's a little beachside town called Montecito, and they're very dog friendly. And there's this schmancy hotel uh, called the Rosewood Miramar. And you would think that because it's a schmancy hotel, like they wouldn't be dog friendly, but they're very dog friendly. And you don't have to be a guest to, to go there and enjoy it. And so Juan Carlos loves to go. And they have a menu at the restaurant there that's just for dogs. The beach is dog friendly. He just feels Wait, they have a menu for the dogs. They have a menu for like, the dogs. what are the kinds of foods that they're, what are the, what's on the menu? They had like a jerky there. They had like chicken and vegetables and sweet potato. It sounded delicious. I was like, can we get two? <laughs> can you order off of the dog menu? You can. Although Juan Carlos, I'm looking at him right now. He's sitting in the chair. Um, he's, you know, he loves to try all of life's flavors. So he's, you know, he, he, he sometimes doesn't only get the dog menu. He gets some of my stuff too. So. Yeah. Um, any other products or just like items, like whether that's, I mean, it could be generally like travel products you just yeah. love, but if health and wellness, but sure. it could also just be general travel products you love. I mean, something I have in my purse at all times that I stand by and I'm obsessed with is from, have you heard of Sage Wellness? They make, uh, they have like stores throughout Los Angeles and I'm sure they have them other places, but they're kind of known for their diffusers and essential oils. And they make the, it's the yummiest smelling store and they make a peppermint uh, it's called peppermint halo and it's a little roller with peppermint oil but this is like unlike any other peppermint oil I've ever used and to have it in my bag at all times is, is crucial you know if you get nauseous peppermint is really great so for me like if I'm on a car I get car sick really easy the peppermint oil really helps if you have headaches you can dab it on both sides of your temples or you're in your head or roll it on the back of your neck this stuff is really potent and it just kind of is like a cure-all for me. Or if you get sick, you can put it under your nostrils. It helps you breathe better. It's just that thing you have in your bag that can do so many things. What about natural sleep remedies? So like, let's say we're jet lagged or we're just having a hard time sleeping in a hotel. Yeah. What Do you have any products that you love for helping with better, getting better sleep? Yeah, I always travel with chamomile tea in my purse. <laughs> But chamomile tea really does it, or there's a bedtime tea called Calm. It really does kind of knock me out. I think it's called Caramel Bedtime. I got to look it up. But Yogi Tea makes it. It's a bedtime tea. It knocks me out. Uh, I also travel with um, lavender, and I can roll it on my pillow. Or having lavender just really kind of helps calm you down. So you could put it, like if you're in a hotel, you could roll it on um, 
what am I trying to say? A uh, washcloth and put it over your eyes and just kind of relax a little bit. That really helps mellow me out. Um, oh, and also I travel with magnesium. Magnesium is fantastic. It helps you go to the bathroom because a lot of people get constipated when they travel. It helps your muscles relax and it helps you sleep. In airports and in just like sharing Ubers and all this stuff. Like, yeah. I mean, we're all gross. Um, what are you doing to safeguard against, you know, germs and other I mean, a lot of people have a lot of feelings about hand sanitizer. I use a natural one from Whole Foods that has like lavender and I like the way it smells and I use that. But I do also try to wash my hands as much as I can. And also just, especially when traveling on a plane or, you know, I just keep my hands away from my mouth and from my, or my eyes, you know, just. Don't be trying to put your hands anywhere near your, your eyes, your nose, your mouth. Um, are there any like daily activities? So I know like meditation, I know people love, are there any daily activities that you just feel like in general have been a game changer for you in your life for your general mood and energy levels? Yeah, this is so lame, but like, I love to walk. Going for walks is life-changing for me. I actually struggle with meditation because I'm a very, I'm a very squirrel like person. I have a lot of energy and sitting still for me feels even more stressful. So going for a walk and leaving the phone at home is everything like being outside, taking in fresh air, having your face, not in a phone, but looking up and seeing things like Juan Carlos, my dog, like we just love to walk and it just I feel more creative. I feel more energy, like, especially like at three o'clock when we crave sugar, or we have that afternoon slump. A walk does wonders. It really does. I I mean, also, and you can do that anywhere. Traveling, if you're home for the holiday, wherever you are this holiday season, you can take a walk. Pretty take much a walk. Unless you're traveling to a prison, you know, go on a walk wherever. Yeah. Um, what about for people who are going to be alone for the holidays, um, who might, you know, for whatever reason are just not going to be with anybody? Like, do you have any tips for just generally people who are spending the holidays by themselves? Yeah, I think, you know, one thing, this is lame, but this is what I like to do when I do spend time alone is like, I have a list of things that, you know, I think we all have this thing of like, oh, I wish I had time to watch this movie or do this thing. But when the time finally rolls around, you're like, I don't know what to do with myself. Like, I have a like a wish list of things that bring me joy. And when I have time to do those things, I open up my list. I'm like, oh my God, yeah, I did want to watch that movie. Or I've been meaning to read this book. Or I've been, um, you know, wanting to shoot this video or whatever it is that, or bake this recipe. Like, I think have just like, I think it's a fun practice every time we have those thoughts of like, I want to do this thing. Like, write it down and have a little book of like things that you love to do. I think it's a really fun thing to have. And when the moment comes up, you do it. That is such a good idea. Like, I feel like a lot of, you know, there's such a narrative around like how sad it is to be alone for the holidays and like how sad, how depressing and like, oh my God, you must be so, but like, if you see it as an opportunity to finally get a bunch of shit done that you've been putting off or like get to know yourself in a new way or try something like just be with yourself and, and learn and figure out how you're going to enjoy it. Like it could be such an amazing time to just like rejuvenate and re-energize before the new year so totally or you can just dm me and we'll talk but other than that <laughs> i mean it might be it might be a great time like honestly a lot of people are going to be surrounded by a lot of people they wish they were not around oh no so yeah. maybe be you know, reframe you. <laughs> it reframe that it's actually a joy to be alone and have some quiet time you know yeah and and to really like do things like this has been my, like for example not to to, to make it all about me. But like, I went through a, a big breakup like seven months ago. 
and this is my first Christmas as a, a single gal. And I was like, oh man, I'm going to put up my tree all by myself. And you know what? Let me tell you something. I put on great music and while well, Carlos and I like made this fantastic dinner and we put up our tree and it was this beautiful time. And I was like, oh my God, I'm so glad I enjoy that. So really finding things that like nourish the soul. Like when I do things like to do them for pleasure that we truly love, that we lose like track of time doing, like for me, it's singing karaoke on YouTube or, you know, watching, I love, I love watching comedy, like really do things that, you you know, I think so seldomly in life, we get to do things the way we want to do them without trying to appease anybody. And this can be a really great opportunity to really self-indulge and do things that just feel really good to you that are fun. Or go on a solo trip somewhere awesome, like fly somewhere and go solo and then fuck some random dude or girl or whatever you're trying to go after, you know, whatever body part you want, put it in your mouth. Put it in your mouth. But after you've washed, as we talked about. After you've sanitized whatever it is. I think that this is a really great time to, you know, just sit down and really get your goals of what it is that you want for this holiday season and really enjoy because I think you know, we can get overwhelmed and feel like we lose ourselves, you know, around all of our families and we get caught up in the the presence and the stuff and the stress of it all. And just really taking a moment to truly be grateful for what we have and, and to enjoy the time you have with others and just be present and don't get lost in all the noise and the crap of it all I think can be it can be really fun time of year. Um, How do you feel about New Year's resolutions and that whole idea of like, I'm going to be a new person January 1st. (laughs) Yeah, I think it puts a lot of pressure on all of us. And we can all see, you know, a lot of people, you see them. I see it because I go to the gym every day of the year. You see the people come and they come the first month and then they're like, oh, they're gone. I think making small, tiny, simple goals is better as opposed to being like, I'm going to be the fittest, newest person. Just really specific goals. Like I'm going to drink a gallon of water a day. Like just one and do one goal at a time. I think we make a list of goals and we think we have to get all of these things done and it becomes unattainable. Just making one small change at a time where then it becomes part of your routine and you don't think about it and then go to the next one. But little tiny habits like what, okay, if you want to be healthy or you want to feel better, what are three or four small things you can do to be a healthier person? Drink more water, um, you know, do go to the gym four times a week, just little tiny steps to that big goal. Are there any like books that you recommend that people that are really good for just wellness and health in general? Yeah. Um, I really love woman code. It's by Elisa Vitti. She's fantastic. She, especially for a woman to really understand our cycles. I think we're just not taught that in school and how to use food and holistic practices to kind of nourish where we're at in our cycle, I think is massive. Um, that's a really great book. Um, I also really like, um, John Stevenson is fantastic. He has a great podcast. It's called the model health show. And he has a book called sleep smarter. It is all about sleep and really like getting on top of our sleep hygiene and how it really transforms our health, our mental clarity. And especially if you're trying to accomplish certain things with your body, sleep has a big part in that. And I think it's a thing that's very overlooked. So sleep smarter is a great book. Yeah, I know the Sleep Foundation says we need seven to nine hours a night, and it's supposed to be, like, cool. Like, you're, I know that, like, one of the big things is, like, you're supposed to keep it. If you're too hot while you're sleeping, it'll, like, make you anxious and have nightmares. So it's supposed to be, like, 69 degrees or something. And, like, yeah, it's kind of an, inc- it's kind of incredible. And it talks about, like, 
you know, one bad night of sleep, you can eat like 300 more calories the next day because you're tired. Like it just really shows you little practices that you can do and little tricks to just really get good quality sleep. And again, if you're a parent or someone out there and you have a kid, I'm so sorry, (laughs) but like everyone else, we could all work on our sleep. Amazing. Thank you so much. It was so great to talk to you. I I really appreciate it. No, thank you so much. And happy holidays. Happy holiday. (laughs) Where can people find you? Oh, you can find me on Instagram at eat cute. Eat cute. Love that. Thank you, Alex. Have a great rest of your season. Great rest of your year. We appreciate you. Bye. Bye.